Hello, future people. This is Jerry broadcasting from the past. I'm recording this on September 14th, 2019. Uh, the actual episode that we're going to present to you, though, was recorded on June 14th, 2011. I'm recording this during a really bad lightning storm. I don't know if you're going to hear thunder in the background or not, but I'm getting texts from my girlfriend saying, it's bad here. Lightning is striking all around the house and the lightning is making the lights flicker. Wait, here, I'll actually read it. <laughs> She's unplugged her PC and TV. I guess she doesn't have uh, surge suppressors. Anyway, enough about that. Enough about now, let's go into the past and listen to this retro episode that was recorded in 2011. Welcome to another edition of Slow Death in the Afternoon Podcast. This is Jerry, and with me is Chad. Dude, you sounded like, sound like an old cassette that was in a bad uh, uh, recorder. I think I was channeling the Muppets on acid or something. I, I think so. Well, wow. how, how you doing, man? Dude, I'm doing awesome. Thank you for asking. So how how, how, how do you we... like the trip in the TARDIS? <laughs> wow, that that was uh, that was amazing. <laughs> I still don't know if I've recovered from whatever time, time zone we went to. <laughs> Good heavens, that was amazing. It, it was really fun because I, I and it took hours, but I went through and I, I picked out clips of you saying things, and I actually made sound bites. Did you really? Yeah. So I was able to like push a button, almost like a soundboard, and have you say things. The Dan Ledbetter soundboard. I can yeah. see that. I can see that on my site any day now. You could you could take that artwork of that guy who who drew you into a Volkswagen engine. Yes. Just as the background, and it could be like an iPad app, and you just like have a bunch of buttons on each side. And... Ooh, I like that. That's a good idea. Yeah. The you... the, the Dan Ledbetter iPad app. Yeah. I'll sell a whole three of them. <laughs> They'll use it. People will hook it up to their phones and use it to crank call, and you'll go oh, to jail. No kidding. Good yeah, evidence. We have the voice analysis. It was Dan Ledbetter. See, now that you say that, uh, I'm thinking to myself, so now that Jerry's got this Dan Ledbetter soundboard, he could pretty much just, like, get rid of me. No. And it's like, all you have to do is just, like, say something and go, well, hey, know that if you would. Hey, ha, 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 ha. Good Say story. wow, Dan. Wow. <laughs> that was very funny, by the way. So, dude, fact, how I was... Actually, I thought that was the funniest part of the whole thing. It, it really was. I, I actually got a big laugh out of it, but uh, but who am I? I'm, I'm, a, no, I'm an I, audio narcissist, I guess. <laughs> I Actually, I thought you'd like that. It was so, good. So, anyway. Yeah, pers- so tell me, I want to hear how your trip to California was. It was, uh, it was fun, and it was very hectic, and it was like I was busy every minute. Um, I was only in San Francisco for a few hours one day and then a few hours the next, so I didn't get to do much, but wow. did did get that absinthe. I saw that. That's very exciting. I, did you now? Did you like it? I saw that you said you didn't really elaborate too much because I'm I'm assuming you were saving it for the show, but uh, well, yeah. Um, I actually got two. I got the Grand Absente, mm-hmm. and um, I got the La Sorcerer, which yes. Is, the female sorceress. Yeah. 
and well, that, um, as they say in France, yes. Um, and both were small bottles. So the Sorcerer's one was not that small, but it was probably a 350 milliliter. Another one was just like a, <laughs> um, like an airline bottle and steroids. Wow. And, um, just you know, they're you know just to try and also I I didn't think I was going to finish a full bottle while I was there anyway. So the La Sorcerer was I I didn't like it that much. Yeah. It was, it, but it was another brandy one. And I, I don't think it was anywhere near as good as St. George, in my my personal opinion. And it, <laughs> it kind of had a, hmm, how would I, I actually, I, I framed it really well. I can't remember what I said. It had kind of a, I hate to say stanky taste, but. <laughs> oh, yeah. You said it had like a, a sweaty gym sock or something? I can't remember no, what. Not quite that bad. But it was like it was like really it wasn't pleasant. Let's put it that way. I mean, it wasn't that bad. I mean, I would still com- I would rate it higher than certain other ones we've um, we've already lambasted before. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't say it was at the bottom of the pile. It was I would say it was lower mid range, um, but it smelled like tequila to me. I couldn't get over that. Wow! Now that would be a what? Well, and and I checked. It didn't have any any funky things in it, like aguave or anything. So it was like a absinthe, an anise smelling tequila. I didn't even smell anise to me. It smelled like tequila, but it tasted like no no licorice at all. It didn't smell like it to me. Wow, dude! And that's even even after I luched it. So. But that's, I mean, that's crazy. Who knows? My my nose sensors may be tilted or something. Uh, I don't think so, dude. There's some there's some wacky crap out there. There really, really is. Well, I'm I'm not completely panning it. I'm pretty sure that some people absolutely love it. Uh, I just I did it it didn't hit my palate right. I'll put it that way. Wow. The one that surprisingly I really liked was the Grand Ascente. Which yeah, that's pretty tasty. Actually, uh, my stepdaughter got me a bottle of that for. Uh, my birthday before last uh-huh. and that was dude that is a very very tasty and very drinkable uh, product now because because we got a little bit of flack on the Facebook page about me posting that um, I, I went and I, I looked it up and it is the same distiller as the absente right the, the fake stuff the fake stuff but the now I'm I'm gonna I actually have never tried it. Because you warned me away from it, I think I'm going to try it. Because it says now with wormwood, so they've they've t- obviously tweaked the uh, recipe a bit. Mm. Yeah, I. If maybe, I could get a sampler of it, I'll, I'll give it a try. I think you can. I think well, you don't have Bevmo out there. No, I, but they had Bedmo out there, and man, they had a better selection. They had a better selection of absinthe in Stockton than they had here. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Bevmo's an amazing store. I, I, that's one of my favorite. Uh, it was locked behind glass, though, which I thought was funny. I know, because you know, absinthe, like it might escape. It might. <laughs> it might get out into the world. Lord knows what would happen. Oh, it'd be like it'd be like War of the Worlds mm. without Tom Cruise. <laughs> so what? Now you were in Stockton, and you said you actually ran into a couple uh, fans of the show. Yeah, they. Uh, how, how did that happen? I mean, what? I well, mean, were you well, wearing a slow death in the afternoon T-shirt or something? Or? No, no, no. Um, <laughs> oh, and <laughs> that's my girlfriend. Oh, bless her heart. Oh, she's she's having sushi. How yummy! Oh. Um, 
I was at a I was at a, a local coffee shop and um, uh, my <laughs> how do I explain this relationship? Someone who used to be a niece of mine who isn't anymore because we both divorced the family. Um, uh, she's 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 a, a, um, a, a not only someone who is very close and 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 I love her to pieces, but she's also a fan of the show. Apparently, she's introduced some people to the show. Oh, very nice. Or at least that's the impression I got when they knew who I was. So, I, so, I'm so you were like a celebrity when you walked in? They went, you're Jerry Davis from Slow Death in the Afternoon Podcast. <laughs> Not quite like that, but oh, when, right. when when they got my name. And I'm, I'm assuming that's where they heard it, because I didn't really go into it. Wow. But... Um, yeah, yeah, not to not to stroke uh, my own ego, but but what they think? Well, they they think is hilarious. Wow! But they also said um, you don't have to stick with absinthe. <laughs> they well, they wanted us to wander. Well, as we often do, or as, as the uh, Australian <laughs> call a walkabout. Yeah, it's even if we try to stay on topic, we can't stay on topic. So I think they're safe. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Good luck trying to make this the uh, the absinthe Bible people. Mm. Hey, um, I bought wow. that pin. Oh yeah, I saw you picked up the Harley pin, dude. Oh yeah, man. Dan's work uh, was uh, was uh, promoting a um, a sale on this Harley Davidson fountain pen, and I, I'm I'm into obviously I'm a writer. I'm into pens, and I and I've always liked fountain pens, so I saw that and I'm like, must have it. Especially now, dude, since it was, s- it was sixteen dollars. That's that's pretty cheap. With shipping, yeah. Oh. Now, did you see the Uzi pen that I posted a few weeks back? Yeah, I did, but it, it wasn't a fountain pen. Oh. See, it's it's the fountain pen part that I like for some reason, which is oh. weird because I never use them. Yeah. I just have but, them. Now, wait, what's the difference between, like, a ballpoint pen and a fountain pen? Well, a fountain pen, you know, you you put the ink in it, in it, in it and it comes, it, instead of a ball, it's, it's this nib. I think they call it a nib. It was, it's just like a pointed piece of metal with a, a channel like cut in down the center and the ink flows down the channel. Oh, almost like a, a metal quill. Yeah, exactly. That's oh. exactly what it is. Wow. So a fountain pen is a, has a quill or is a quill like pen. If and you, so if I, you will. yeah. So I've, I mean, I've already got all the ink and everything here. So it was, wow, like, that's ready, exciting. Ready to I didn't know it was a fountain pen. I thought it was just a regular old, like, you know, uh, rollerball type. No, pen. no, it was a fountain pen, which is why I jumped on it. I got a Harley Davidson fountain pen. <laughs> that's kind of exciting. I, well, the Uzi pen is a, uh, I can't take this on airplanes. Yeah, I know. I know. It's got that tactical tip that will break glass and it could be considered a weapon, I suppose. Yeah. Well, that also means you could be a terrorist and break the window of the airplane. I guess. Suck everybody out. I don't know. But here's my question. So I can't take this ballpoint pen on a plane, right? But in first class, they have like silverware. Yeah, I noticed that coming back from... Like knives and forks. Dude, how wrong is that? If I was a terrorist, I'd go sit in first class and then I'd have uh, uh, fork a stewardess, so to speak. (laughs) I was like, wow, where should I go with that? I don't know. (laughs) Cutting room floor. Thank you. (laughs) Good night. Uh, No, I was like... uh... Um, uh, no, I won't say anything. Uh, not touching that one. No, I was going to say, I wouldn't mind forking a stewardess or <laughs> But I'm pumped. Thank you. <laughs> Mile High Club are us. <laughs> oh, so it sounds like you had a great time in, uh, in California. I'm so bummed that we did not have 
uh, the wherewithal nor the time to uh, get together. That would have been brilliant. Well, I'll just have to make uh, you know a special trip. Yeah, we and we'll have to uh, we'll have to go to a bar and just. Dude, how hilarious would that be? We just go into a bar, find a table in the back, and start podcasting from. That would from be great. That'd be great. That'd be, people come up. Microphone. What are you doing? Hello, what are you doing there? And you say, oh. "You're on our show." Yes. <laughs> Sit down. I, I like your show. Who are you? Oh man. But yeah, you know, um, the flights on uh, on Virgin America to L.A. from Chicago are like dirt cheap right now, and so they started a price war. Really? Yeah. Like how? Like how much? I think it was like uh, the last I looked, it was like a, a hundred nine one way. Wow, that's not bad at so all. You're dude. talking. Well, okay, you got to add the tax and everything on it, but it would be like around two hundred and fifty dollars for a round trip from from Chicago to L.A. I mean, come on, there's no way you could even you can possibly drive there for a fifth that price. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, wait, yeah, wait, yeah that's wait, true. Wait, wait, turn that around. <laughs> it would cost five times as much to drive there. Yeah, the, how many miles is it? What it's about twenty five hundred miles? It's it's a long way. Yeah. I, I've I've made the trip from here to Stockton. And you just get on eighty and you go and you just and you keep just on keep eighty. Driving. Yeah, seriously. So I would drive if I was going. I, it, well, I don't know. Would it behoove me to drive uh, over the grapevine to the eighty and then go across, or would I jump on like say the fifteen through Las Vegas and then hit the eighty that way? What would you? Be, you would, would be, probably want to do it that way, coming yeah. from down there. Well, the problem would be I'd probably stop in Las Vegas and spend all my gas money. So, Jerry, uh, I've got some absinthe news. Uh, cue the music. Okay, here goes. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. America and all ships at sea. This is the absinthe news with Dan Ledbetter. This week in absinthe news, uh, well, I got this like about a week ago, so it's kind of old absinthe news, but hey. In this day and age, any news that you get on absinthe is news. Uh, this a new absinthe, my friend Jerry. Listen up because this uh, this may be coming to a liquor store near you. Tempest Soul. Oh yeah, a mixture of the past and the future, the known and the unknown. That's their tagline. Good lord, who who writes this crap? Uh, the excitement of now and the possibility of what's next. <laughs> All right, put the TARDIS back in this. Okay, I know, go we're going to have to, good <laughs> Lord. Why don't we put this paper in there? Maybe we could TARDIS it back to the writer and say, dude, please, rewrite. <laughs> uh, Tempest Soul is a botanical absinthe green tea liqueur. In, now, this is where it gets really, like, out in left field. Are you ready for this? Uh-huh. D- this is like, the, I started laughing when I read this, so I, I'm, I won't laugh now, but we'll laugh together. Tempasol is a botanical absinthe green tea liqueur infused with suspended spheres, patented infused zero gravity spheres, and beverage suspension matrix. What? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even kidding. I'm just reading this right out of the paper. Oh my God, it's like bubble tea. Yes. Now here's (laughs) here's their description. Are you ready? Because this is this kind of relates to last week's episode. Think lava lamp meets time machine. <laughs> the the France the France of Toulouse Lautrec meets the steampunks of tomorrow. <laughs> Western freedom merges with Eastern mysticism, and you've just touched the surface. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Tempest Soul available 
at least here on uh, in California at High Time Cellars in Costa Mesa, California. Now, here's the best part. It's only $27.99 for 750 milliliters. <laughs> well, maybe so that's the introductory price to get you hooked, right? I, I think so. The problem with it, I'm looking at the picture. I'll, uh, I'll scan it and send mm-hmm. it to you so we can post it. But it kind of looks like somebody made a bunch of green jello and backwashed tapioca into it. Well, that's what I was thinking because, you know, that that's what they – bubble tea is like uh, green tea with tapioca blobs in it. Right. That's what it looks like, dude. It really – I mean, the bottle's kind of cool, and they're uh, – the way they spell Tempest, uh-huh. they, they spell it T-E-M-P, the number three, S-T. <laughs> kind of like those – you know, those uh, those guys that play video games and they write their name with a – like fatality with a with a one instead of an I and yeah and so owned is spelled with a P. I'm I'm tempted next time I'm down in Costa Mesa, which actually I will be uh, tomorrow night. <coughs> so, ah, sorry, shirt's but, done. So, sorry about all the dinging. I'm gonna turn this down. What was she? Uh, no, no. This is this is now Melanie. She's saying, "Are are we doing our podcast later tonight?" I'm like, <laughs> poor Jerry. <laughs> Such a podcast whore. I'm a podcast whore. So, so yeah, is that bubble tea? I'm um, absinthe. It's like ab- absinthe. Isn't absinthe good enough? And without having to put tapioca or beetles or or worms or or a monkey head or, or a monkey head or a uterus or or any of this stuff. And it's just just like just make good absinthe. Damn it! Wait a minute. Did she say a uterus? <laughs> that, that's, that's from like. Four episodes ago. Did we? Did we say, see? That's what's scary when we drink when we podcast. Oh, you forgot? <laughs> I forgot. I forgot we put a uterus in there. What did we call it? Was there a fun name for it? I don't remember. I just remember we were talking about how we thought vaginas were awesome, and then oh, it, that's right. And we'd already been talking about putting strange things in, right. in absinthe, and so I came out with that. And you're like, "Oh, that's gross," and I, I said, "I'll cut it out." And you said, "No, keep it in." So we did. <laughs> of course, I did. And then, then we lost all our listeners. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's when we dropped a bunch of them. <laughs> Coming this fall in utero, absent. <laughs> oh, that's gross. Oh, hey. Oh, and by the way, uh, a side note to the absinthe news. That was pretty much it. But uh, uh, Teller from Penn and Teller yeah. was uh, on the high wire at uh, the absinthe show at Caesars Palace. Wow. That's all I got. That's all, wow. that's all I know. On the high wire? He was on the high wire, apparently. I don't know what he was doing up there, but it just says uh, Teller was on the... Uh, let me see if I can find it here. Oh, here we go. I'm, I'm pretty sure he had a cane in one hand and a glass of absinthe in the other. I hope he did. It just says... Um, uh, da, 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 Billy Jean King was there. And then... Oh, and then along comes Teller, the silent member of the Rio headlining magic duo, Penn and Teller. We've seen Teller escape from incredible and impossible situations over the years, but at absinthe... At Caesar's Palace, he performed an especially dazzling feat. Without breaking his silence, the diminutive Mr. Teller joined the esteemed gentleman of the high wire after the show for his ride to high places. Wow. He writes his crap. That really, that's not a good sentence. I don't even know what that means. Internet right. Oh, good Lord. No fear and no fall, just one smooth ride on the shoulders of one of the circus stars. Oh, 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 oh. So he just sat on someone's shoulders. Yeah, I think there's, oh, I have a picture of him here. Yep, there he is. He's on someone's shoulders. He's wearing jeans. It's after a show. Nobody's there, but he's he's being walked across the uh, high rope. I'll send you that if you want it. I'm pretty sure someone's filming it for some special. 
Well, it doesn't look like it. it looks like a very empty. It looks, you know what it looks like? It honestly looks like uh, it was after the show when they were just hanging out. <laughs> and he said, well, he wouldn't say. Yeah, how, he, so he mimed. Yeah, he, he mimed it. I arrived on your shoulders. You walk me across the high wire. Please, please. They went, okay. Yeah, he must be fun to take complex orders at like a <laughs> place. I don't know. It would be horrible. He probably writes it. Oh, I would hope he would. Good heavens. So, yeah, so that uh, that's the absinthe news, my friend. Uh, that's all we got. <laughs> um, it took us two weeks to get those two stories. <laughs> Tune in next week when we have absolutely goose egg, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, dear. Gotta love Skype. I just got a friend request from... Oh. oh. Uh, let me see. Let's see if it's a naked girl. <laughs> no? Because it usually is. I know. I don't get requests like Ter- that. Why, Teresa why that? Yebo, Y-E-B-O-A-H. Yes, if you send me a, a friend request while I'm recording, I'm going to say your full name on the air, especially wow. if I don't know you. Hello, please add me to your contact list. See my titties? Is that Thank what it you. says? No, I'm just looking at her titties. What? She, it's got a naked picture? Yeah. I don't get naked pictures via Skype, but don't send me one, Jerry, please. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm blocking it. I'm reporting it as abuse. So Good for you. So there. Good for you. Way to, way to, way to stand your ground. Because you know it's some 65-year-old guy in the Ukraine. Huh? Not that I have anything against 65-year-old guys in the Ukraine. <laughs> I know. Just don't send me pictures of naked girls and say that you're her. You're the naked girl. Yeah. A 60, which is better than a 65-year-old naked girl. Which could be kind of really kind of scary. <laughs> Good well, heavens! No. Raquel I've heard of milfs, is, but never a never a gilf, I suppose. Raquel Welsh is about that age and still looking good. You know, let's just talk about that for just two seconds. I mean, like honestly, Sophia Loren I, I looking, know. looking great. It's like I'm I'm almost embarrassed to say that I I think she's hot. It, it they you know what was that that movie where the Goldie Hawn and um, Bruce Willis and and Meryl Streep were in it, and they take this elixir. Oh, death l- becomes her. Yeah, so I'm I'm wondering how real that is, and some of these girls have got it. Yeah, you know that's you're probably right. I mean, I, could you imagine? I can't. I mean, Raquel Welch even like what she's in her seventies. Oh yeah, and she's still gorgeous. She still is amazing. I'm just I, I'm sitting there going, well, how would what? How would you date someone like that? Like being, I mean, here we are in our 50s. I mean, I guess that's not too out of the realm of possibility. Like, do, <laughs> it would be the cougars to us. I know, seriously. <laughs> Dude, we'd be cougar cougar meat. <laughs> but I'm, I'm wondering, do you sit down and like, you know, have the waiter bring a, a nicely chilled can of Ensure? And <laughs> like, this was a good week here. Allow me to pop the top for you. So, how what, what number is your AARP membership? How, how much is skin and how much is spackle? Oh, <laughs> oh, dude, that ain't right. Wow. Hey, speaking of skin and spackle, FYI. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this sounds bad. No, no, it's oh. not horrible. It's just, oh, just okay. an FYI. Uh, the the, the uh, Walking Dead oh. is coming back in October. Awesome. Got picked up. I did not win a stagger on rolls of zombie, but I'll be watching. 
Uh, who knows? There's always next season. Yeah, who knows? I mean, if it's it obviously is popular enough that uh, they got signed on for 13 more episodes. So it's great. Hey, how's your um, zombie car wash doing? Zombie car wash is uh, in. Uh, we're in a retooling phase. Ah, so I'm sorry it, to hear. Uh, you know, it's 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 going to happen, but it's just we're just retooling. Okay. So that's all I can say at this at this time, based on court documents. I had some sort of zombie thing I wanted to bring up with you. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. Hmm. Well, here's another one. Um, sure. Re- remember there was uh, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies? Yes. And then they did a couple other things on it. Well, now someone came out with the same Jane Austen novel, but instead of monsters, they've turned it into porn. No. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Is it Pride and Prejudice and Penises? <laughs> it's Pride and Prejudice and and Desire or something like that. Really? So they made it kind of like a um, uh, kind of like Anne Rice's erotic novels. Maybe. Oh, here, here it is. Here it is. Lust. <laughs> well, well, there you go. How about hey, that? Let's uh, do, 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 do. Her. Oh, that was you. That was me. Um, Mitzi Sereno picks up her take on Jane Austen's Pride and Prejudice. No zombies, no sea monsters, but lots of wanton want. <laughs> wanton want? Is yeah. that the same cop- copywriter that wrote about that suspension beverage matrix Could thing be. and that absinthe? Anyway, this is a, an established erotic author anyway. Wow. Um, and so this one's going to be called Pride and Prejudice Hidden Lusts. Oh, good heavens. You know what? Here, let me just say this right now. And this applies our movie people, TV people. Listen up. What in the hell? Can, is there not an original idea anymore? Can't you come up with a new idea instead of just going back and repurposing? I mean, I'm all for recycling, but don't recycle old books and movies and just... Ugh. I'm dying for something like new and exciting. That's that's all right. End rant right there. Oh oh oh! I remember that there's the zombie thing I wanted to bring up, and but you already know what it is. I was I was uh, traveling. Gee, it was ba- I was coming back from New York, and in the Sky Mall magazine in the airline were these uh, these interesting statues to put in your your garden, and one of them. <laughs> just made me think of you so i scanned it and sent it to you it was a zombie coming out of the ground oh the garden zombie yeah the garden zombie i just thought yes. that was awesome dude how cool is that thing i mean that i i, I, I probably... just wish it wasn't 90 bucks i would have bought it for oh, you already oh actually you know what it was on sale about three months ago and i should have bought it but i didn't have the cash i it was down to like uh I think seventy bucks or something with free shipping. No, there's something you could watch at Deal News. That's I know. I'm watching for the Garden Zombie to be there honest you with you. And I, actually, I've been a fan of uh, the the company is called Design Toscano, uh-huh. and they they have you you really should go to their website and get the catalog. Even if you don't buy anything, but they just have the coolest crap, like known to man. <laughs> it's it's kind of like the Archie McPhee of the Design Toscano world. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I would say that is a perfect. That some stuff is kind of whimsical. Some stuff is kind of dark and creepy, and some stuff is just kind of like uh, uh, what would you say, French cat house. <laughs> so yeah, but I mean, it's a great. Actually, I have the first gargoyle I ever purchased. I bought through the uh, Design Toscano. 
Oh, cool. Hey, oh, and speaking of art, my friend, actually uh-huh. the picture I just sent you. You remember uh, we talked like about three weeks ago, uh, our, our good friends uh, Kadula out of New York? Yeah. The Critters. So when I went there, right, and I was having the worst time navigating the subways uh-huh. because it was just driving me crazy and it just freaked me out because I was always afraid I was going to get on the wrong one. And when we finally got to Kadula, he had this picture of like this three-eyed kind of slimy thing mm-hmm. trying to get on a subway. And it's like at the time I go, oh, do I want to spend the money and buy it? I don't want to carry it in the suitcase. I'll pick it up later. And I never did. And then like uh, a week and a half ago, I uh, I said, you know what? I'm just going to go and I hope he still got one. And uh, there were only a, a few left, I guess. So I, I picked up one finally. It's called uh, Three-Eyed Guy Running for the Train. <laughs> and that's uh, the picture I sent you. So I like it. Yeah, I mean, and it was cheap. It was thirty bucks, dude. Oh, it's great. Yeah, it's a great little picture, and you know, I, I like independent artists, kind of like uh, how we like and support independent music. Uh, same kind of deal. Exactly. Exactly. So, Kadula, keep on uh, crittering. <laughs> There's a tagline. <laughs> keep on crittering. You can use that. No, no yeah. charge. Yeah. No charge. Keep on crittering. Yes. So let's see what else was going on. There was something I was I was going, man. I, I wish you'd get back soon because I'm sure there was like something big that I wanted to talk about and I, I couldn't quite remember what it was. I have a new novel out. Oh, talk talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. <laughs> well, I think I've talked about it before. It's called uh, Eleven Days on Earth. It's the story of a guy named John August who died. Found himself in the afterlife, and the afterlife was exactly being like being inside of Sal- Salvador Dali painting. Oh, wow. and, and there's a reason for that, as it turns out. Um, but he's enchanted by a uh, a goddess, a mysterious goddess, and is shown the way back to the land of the living and sent on a mission. He he finds himself the pawn in this in this uh, game or this uh, struggle between the new gods. And he's on the quest for the holy beer. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, it all comes together and makes sense. And it's wow. So well, that's so cool. Now, where where can we? Uh, obviously, this will be in the show notes. But where is it at? Amazon. It's Amazon and Barnes and Noble both have it. Unfortunately, it's not in paper yet. It's it's uh, available for the Kindle and the Nook, huh? but also the Barnes and Noble Nook version will also work on your your iBooks reader on an iPad really? it's in EPUB format. And so it just works and, wow. and there's no digital rights management on it and it's lendable. Quick aside from Jerry in 2019, not only is that book still available, it is now on paper as is the four sequels. Go find them at jerryjdavis.com or just search for 11 days on earth on amazon.com. In commercial for Jerry. I'm sorry. Wow. So you like it, you get lend it to a friend. It's okay. So. Oh, that's what I was going to tell you. So yeah. you, you, you said the magic word nook, right? Yeah. So you remember uh, I bought my wife a Kindle for her oh, yeah. birthday yeah. Uh-huh. last year, thinking that she would really enjoy it. Uh-huh. And she never picked it up. Oh, dear. And it's like been sitting there, and I've just been downloading free books from Amazon. I think I've got 10,000 novels in there already. So... <laughs> I get a text message. Her birthday was uh, was on the seventh, so uh-huh. last week. So her uh, sister texts me and goes, "Hey, be on the lookout for a package. We got her something that I really think she's gonna love. It's uh, it's a Nook, the touchscreen Nook, and I'm sure she's gonna love it." 
Oh, there's two ebook readers. So, now there's, so basically now I've got two ebook readers. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm actually looking forward to uh I, I think she's I'm I'm gonna make her sit down and pick one. Like the, would, that new nook looks really nice, the one without the buttons. Touch screen, yeah. I played That's with awesome. it a little bit. It's kinda cool. It's kinda reminds me of um you know those uh those e-magazines that are online where you, you use your mouse and you click and the page turns? Yeah. Kind of the same thing. It's like a finger swipe. Yeah, yeah. That, that's how it works on the on the iPad, too. Oh, really? Yeah. In fact, I think all of them do it that way. Well, you know, it's... Just swipe your finger and it actually turns a page. And it's... Is, correct me if I'm wrong. Is it a little smaller than the Kindle? I, I haven't seen the new one in person. I actually almost went up and bought one. Oh, really? But I mean, you know, I I need it just. To, <laughs> this is kind of lame. I needed to see what my publications look like, you know, on these devices. So I kind of have a oh. actual business reason to buy one. Can you write them off if you do that? Actually, I could if I if I if I ever get an a, a real live um, accountant. Yes. <laughs> there's there's a bunch of stuff I could probably write off. I've just been taking like the standard deduction because I don't want to ever get audited. Oh, it scares the bejesus out of me for some reason. Yeah, you know what? I, I I shouldn't even say this. No, I'll just say it. I've never been audited. Oh, knock on wood, buddy. Yeah, I know. I just said now I'm now I'm doomed. <laughs> right? Next time you'll see me, I'll be in prison. Knock on wood. It works just as well. Yes, I don't have any wood handy. Oh, knocking your head. It works just as good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I do it all the time. So, yeah, um, that's uh, I, I'm kind of excited because I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to buy your latest book. Oh. i, I got to wait, though, until I figure out what book uh, platform my wife is going to pick before I, I before I kick down I, a book. I could just book. send you the file. No, dude, I, I'm, you you don't work for free. Well, I'm going to make well, It's you, only $2.99. I'll mention that to anybody who, who might be interested. I, I price my books reasonably. Uh, I don't. I really do not believe an ebook should cost any more than three dollars. It's ridiculous to sell it for nine ninety nine, and then see that you can get the printed version for seven ninety nine. That's just ridiculous. Yeah, that's that's. It's because it it once once it's done, it costs nothing to produce. It costs nothing to ship. It's almost pure profit. Pricing it at nine ninety nine is greed. Yes, it's just greed. So very foolish. So oh, there you go. Bad Buy, the book, damn it. Buy Jerry's book.com. <laughs> That's what you need. You need a website. Buy Jerry's book.com. <laughs> well, go to jerryjdavis.com. You'll find him. Oh. And buy his book. Dot com. <laughs> Dot com. <laughs> hey, speaking of which, have you seen that? Uh, uh, speaking of the dot com, I know we're kind of jumping around, as is our way of yeah. our people. Um, have you seen that video of the, the chick from the uh, eHarmony? Or eHarmony? Um, no, no. It's on the front page of my um, of my Facebook. If you oh, look for it, oh, okay. it's the funniest damn thing. Uh, you might want to post the the link so people. She's making a million off this thing. She's already got over five million hits. Oh wow! And it jumped two million from two days ago. Wow! And it's just, dude, it is the funniest. It, it's actually brilliant. And I, I think I, I'm almost positive now because I'm so skeptical of, since the whole lap giraffe debacle. I, <laughs> I honestly think that it's like I think it's for an acting class or something. But 
to watch it. It's so damn funny. I don't care. She does like a, a eHarmony bio thing and uh, goes off on this tangent about cats. Oh, there it is. Okay. Okay. Video box. So, yeah. To go ahead, click it and. Hello. My name is Debbie. Um... Okay. Is she like 17? No. She's got an <laughs> MBA, dude. She looks so young to me. I know. She, it's, it looks like she needs net nanny on there. <laughs> well, but go ahead. But listen to it. It's. Should, you, should I listen to it live? Just right? listen to it. Yeah, listen okay. to it now. I mean, right. it, it'll, it'll, yeah. I, okay. I just want to hear your reaction. Okay, let me let me switch this so it's... Uh, Cue it up. Okay, well, let's see how this works. Okay. Um, this is my first attempt oops, um, at a eHarmony video. Um, this is my first time at online dating. So I'm nervous, but I'm excited at the same time. Um, so I'm just going to start talking about what I like and hope I get some replies. Um, so I am a recent um, MBA grad from Villanova. Um, I love cats. Um, I just... Sorry, I'm getting emotional. What? I love cats. Um, I love every kind of cat. Okay, I have to pause it because the father in me is coming out, and I just want to protect this kid. No, no, keep going. <laughs> keep going. Sorry, I just, I really love cats. And I just want to hug all of them, but I can't because that's crazy. I can't hug every cat. But I just want to. I want to. I want to. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I get, anytime I hear cat, I just, I love cats. Um, ooh, promised myself I wouldn't cry. Um, so anyway, I am a cat lover, um, and I love to run. What I'm the? sorry, I'm thinking about cats again. <laughs> oh, did, did she lose a cat recently? I or? Just, no. I think about how many don't have a home and how I should have them. You know, she shouldn't be dating if she's off I know. cats or something, you know? Keep, keep going, dude. And it gets better. They are, and the other ears, and the whiskers, and the nose. I just love them, and I want them, and I want them in a basket, and I want little bow ties. <laughs> I want them to be on a rainbow, and just in my bed, and I just want a house. Dude, dude, she's either she either needs her meds or she's on something wrong. <laughs> and I just want to still roll around. I can't. I, I can't. <laughs> that reminds me of that kid that was like in the back seat, and his father videotaped him while he was still high off the 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 dentist. Uh, oh, medicine. what was that called? Uh, somebody goes to the dentist. Yeah, well, some... ironically. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis the menace goes to the dentist. The dentist. No, yeah, I, don't, so I don't remember what it was called, but oh. so she likes cats. She obviously likes cats. <clears throat> Who in the heck put that on 
YouTube. Well, that's why I think it's it's like an acting thing. I think she's doing a like a it's like an acting thing, and because number one, if you had that, you would never ever let that out of your house. I know. I you know what I mean. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm reading the comments. Oh, the comments are, are brilliant. So, yeah, it's very funny. <clears throat> Guy says, I find this difficult to masturbate to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone wrote what I, this was like 2 million hits ago. Someone wrote, I can't believe she's still single. <laughs> Oh, oh my god. god! You know what? Let me just say this. Like, I, uh, yeah, if, I, th- I think you're right, though. This has to be fake. I can't but, believe that she would like allow that out. But I want to do a, a, a parody of this about zombies. <laughs> I love zombies. Would that not be hilarious? I love, I, I love them. Just, I might think of zombies. Zombies. I just think of how many are out there. They don't have a home, and I, I want. To hug them all, and I can't hug them all because they'll eat, they'll eat my brains, and I don't know. They're dead. They're it dead. Just makes me sad. Put them in a basket, <laughs> surrounded by roses. Put them on rainbows. <laughs> Rainbow oh, zombies. I thought, I thought you'd like that. I thought that would make your day. Oh, it made me kind of sad. <laughs> I know it's kind of a, it's kind of sort of a funny in a oh my gosh kind of way. <laughs> like poor. Okay, I'm actually I'm I'm so totally hoping that that's fake and she. Was it, it is. It's got to be. Because otherwise, I'm like this poor girl. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wonder if if, if it is real in this world. <laughs> if it is real, uh, I wonder how many dates she's had. Oh, I can't imagine the. The people who take advantage of her, like like bringing cats over just to get in her, get her pussy. <laughs> I knew there'd be. I knew. I knew there would be some sort of uh, some sort of a parallel there. I'm oh, sorry. God. There you go, Jerry oh, Davis, oh. going for the obvious. <laughs> okay, That's I'm gonna take. Right. I'm gonna put this off of omnidirectional now. All right. That's very funny, though. Okay. So cats, you got to love them. Uh, put them on a rainbow. <laughs> Spread them on bread. Cats. <laughs> so that, yeah, that's your, uh, that's, your <laughs> that's your YouTube millionaire for the day. Dude, she's, five million hits. Oh, um, yeah. So she's got to be actually, making coin. Do you, get, do you actually make money if you get lots yes, of Yes, you do. After, I think it's after a million or 1.3 million hits... Uh, Google can sell ads. You know those annoying little ads that pop up at the bottom. Oh, is that what that? Okay. I so guess. you get a, a per click thing, and I mean, it, you start making cash, dude. It's like the the guy that uh, that did the you know the Bed Intruder song. Oh yeah. He, he's got he's rolling. Well, he actually got picked up for smoking pot, but so he really was rolling. But uh, yeah, so so she's making coin. I mean, she's making making bank off this. So there's we're, we're we got to uh, there's got to be a way for us to make money off YouTube. But I don't know. I just uh, who would have thought to get emotional about cats would make you money? I'm gonna start crying. Think about the girl. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. I'd start thinking about how much money I'm not making on YouTube. <laughs> and I just love them, and I I want to put them in a wallet and. <laughs> Hi, this is Jerry. This is my first eHarmony video. And um, let's see, my I'm I'm poor. In fact, I'm broke. And 
It makes me cry every time I think about how little money I have. Dude, you should totally do like a, a Jerry, uh, the Tourette's E Harmony <laughs> application. I'm Jerry and mother. <laughs> and beep it out. Just have this whole thing of expletives. I have to tell you one thing. I've had zero sleep last night. And so. Oh, yes. I got up in the way. You know why. I'm not going to. Yes, gonna I understand. But so. Um, because you, you love cats. To, yes, because I love cats. Cats. <laughs> And moving on, <laughs> moving on. So this morning I got, I got one of those monster coffee drinks, right? Right. And the, and the ones that really work for me are, are the rockstar sodas. Right. Those things really do work. And so I had one of those just after lunch, uh, as I was going into the, the meeting that lasted the rest of the day. And, and so I got home and I'm like wired and I'm feeling pretty good and everything. And now I'm really starting to like, my batteries are dying Uh-oh. And, and it hasn't helped that I'm, I'm, I'm not drinking, I'm not drinking yeah. absinthe tonight. I'm drinking no. Kahlua. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Well, at least you didn't mix the Kahlua and the absinthe. That's uh, an Ooh. important step. Well, actually, you know what? I, I tried your red, what was it, the red red ball? Is that what you called it? The coffee? The what? Oh, the red eye. The red eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was one bad, especially with the, um, with the, um, the versinth goes really well with the coffee. I was like, oh, this is good. Yeah, it's not a bad mix. I'm telling you, there's something that works about it. I think it makes it, it kind of gives it a, um, I don't know if you're a fan of like uh, Sumatra or. Oh, yeah. Of, of Sumatra coffee. Oh yeah. Uh, it's, but Sumatra's already got kind of this interesting, mm-hmm. uh, very hit. hit yeah. It's like, I don't even know. Is it like a citrus? It's got a, a scent of, uh, uh, uh what I just say? A scent? A scent. <laughs> a scent. Absenta. Oh dear. So, well, whatever it's you say. Old, okay. Um, yeah, it's got, a, it's got a bit of, um, a citrus and a kind of a berry flavor. Right, right. So it actually works really well with the with the anise of the uh, of the yeah, absinthe. So. It does. And I, the only coffee I really don't care for is Kona. Because mm. I think to me the ones I've had are just bland. Yeah, there's and you know what I I've only had one uh, Jamaican Blue Mountain coffee that actually is worth the price, mm. and that was at uh, Dietrich Coffee. Mm-hmm. And but anywhere else, it just feels like uh, it's regular coffee that you could buy it like even uh, TJ Maxx in the discount section. Uh, I've had two of them that were good. One, I was um, they had a blend of it at Costco. Oh, really? It wasn't pure Blue Mountain, but it had some in it. It was blended with something else and it was really good. Two, um, this uh, when I was when I was really into doing coffee reviews for groovy brew and people were sending me free coffee. Right. So I sent me some actual real Jamaican blue that he was wanting to get the word out how good it was. And it was absolutely wonderful. Wow. I'm roasting my own beans right now. So I'm not really hard up for coffee because no. I, I got a lot of green beans to roast. Are you still roasting them in the uh, popper? I am. I, wow. you, you take a, you take a soup can, you cut both the, of course, you have to cut one of the lids off because you're going to eat the soup. You cut the bottom one off, then you take some tin snips and you cut some, like, um, strips and and bend bend them out like they're like little tabs. And the darn thing fits right down into the hole on the top of the, um, the air popper, and you get rid of the air popper's lid. Then you put about 
three quarters of a cup of green beans in it and turn it on. And about 15 minutes later, you've got some really good fresh roasted coffee. And you can get those damn air poppers at like Tuesday morning for $9.99. Wow. And that's $9.99. Yeah, yeah, not nine hundred ninety nine dollars. So yeah, that would not, be an actual coffee roaster. Yeah, not a. Uh, <laughs> that would be bad having a thousand dollar coffee roaster. Oh, there's people who, yeah, now I've seen them. Go go out to go out to any place that actually sells coffee roasters, and you'll see how insane people get after this cost coffee roasting. Um, I, I actually came close to spending a couple hundred dollars on one, and then did, did you really? Yeah, but this this works fine. Wow. It works absolutely fine. It does the same thing. So now, have you tried uh, your own personal roasted coffee with the red eye? Actually, yes. Oh. I don't remember the, what the bean was, though, but it wasn't that long ago. Wow. So so it had to have been my coffee that I tried it with. Hmm. Red eyes am good. They, they is good uh, drinking, my friend. Yeah, I'm just there. saying. We, we brought it right back to absinthe. Good us. See, look at look yeah. at us. Ooh, you know, oh. we may be getting older, but we're getting older. <laughs> As always. Hey, uh, there's this uh, uh, musician out there one, uh, who I follow named Julia Nunes. Oh, I saw that on your uh, yeah. Facebook she's, page. Yeah, she's, she's, uh, she's like the, the young princess of, uh, well, not too young she's in her 20s so she's a princess of the ukulele movement that's out there and all this really wonderful fun music that that's uh, flooding the youtubes right. and um her and molly lewis I, I i really like both of them but she went on kickstarter i think that's what it's called that thing where you you kickstart your business by uh, getting investors off the internet let me see this kickstarter yeah it's kickstarter um and so she, she came and she wants to do a new album, but she wants to do this one professionally in a studio. So she wanted, she said her goal was in 30 days, she wants to see if she could raise $15,000, you wow. know, and you could donate a dollar, $10, whatever. But the more you donate, the more she'll do for you. Your dividends are like, you know, uh, the, getting the album before it's released or getting a signed copy of it or a t-shirt or whatever. Dude, she raised <laughs> over $25,000 in under two days. That's amazing. Isn't that wonderful? That's, you know, that just shows you that it, if you've got something that people want, they are going to be willing to support you. If they see your passion behind it, they'll totally be willing to support you. What I really love about this is this girl, and I'm, I hope she doesn't listen to this and take offense or anything. She's not, I mean, she's pretty, but she's, She's not a sex symbol per se. You know what no, I mean? No, 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 no. Let, let's she's, put it this she's, way. She's, she's just she's a uh, girl next door um, musician type. Yeah, and her, her she doesn't have like a Hollywood body or anything. Right. But I, her, and, and still she made it. But but I mean she's she's just got this sweet face and she's so enthusiastic and she's really smart and talented and she made it on that. Which yes, I just think is wonderful, you know. Yes. Well, uh, anybody that can raise twenty five k in two days. Yeah, in under two days, is, she's probably going to hit a hundred thousand. I, I hope I she does, and I hope she makes it because honestly, that will really set a precedent um, for people starting out and wanting to do, uh, you know, their their own thing. It just shows you that you can get people on board with your program if you are passionate enough about it and you just 
you just enroll them, enroll them in what you what you're up to. You know, it would it actually takes quite a bit of gumption, I would say, to put your project up there and ask for people for money. Well, you know, I mean, on in all honesty, have you ever thought about doing it? Yeah, you know, but I just don't know what I do. I know. See, that's the thing. It's like I'm not. I mean, for you, it, you could say, you know what, I want to write an amazing novel and I'm doing it part time, but I'd like to, you know, have enough money to supplement my income to where I could work part time and devote the other half to my novel. And I will give you autograph copies when I make it big and sell them on eBay or whatever you want to say. Yeah. But you know, something like that. It's like, I, I don't know what I would do to, um, yeah, well, I don't know what I'd want to raise money for other than, uh, expanding my absinthe collection. I don't know how much money <laughs> yeah. you know, I should probably just put it up there and just see, <laughs> I'm trying to get my absinthe collection back and uh, <laughs> yeah, donate a dollar. That's all, just a dollar a person, and yeah. help me raise uh, twenty five thousand dollars so I can buy an antique absinthe fountain and two bottles of absinthe. <laughs> donate today. Yeah, what's what's the dividends? <laughs> uh, I will tell you uh, how hammered I get. <laughs> <laughs> it's about all I, I, and I probably won't remember that either. I'll just take the money and run. I'll go to Las Vegas. Well, I guess, you know, I, I could put one up there saying I want to raise, um, geez, only $1,000 would do it. If I could raise $1,000 in, uh, say, uh, 30 days, I could probably come out with a print edition of my new novel Ooh. without having to go to a publisher. But you see, my That's plan right idea. now is I'm still circulating it for print rights. Right. You know what? I, do you really want to do that, though? I'm not sure. Because I'm thinking, dude, like that, that one gal that made uh, her millions of dollars just publishing those, you know, and I say this in all due respect, those crappy little Kindle books for 99 cents or yeah. whatever, and she's she's making millions of dollars. I'm just thinking, dude, you could, because your, your, your books are good. And it's like, I, I'm, I'm thinking with... I would use the the money that you would raise for like marketing and things like that, but that's just me. That's true. Marketing would be pro- well, whatever. I don't know. I'm not. Yeah, gonna... I think I think you'd be uh, you'd be awesome doing that. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Anyway, well, there you have it. <laughs> Enough about me. Now, what do you right. think about me? I know <laughs> exactly. I stole your line. You did. You did. <laughs> did you come up I... by yourself? Because that was brilliant. No. Oh <laughs> no! 90% of the stuff I uh, I plagiarize, and the other 10% I borrow. Oh, okay. Well, that's <laughs> who was it that said um, stealing from? No, uh, uh, using one person's stuff is stealing. Using a whole bunch of stuff is research. Is, is artful research? <laughs> who said that? I don't know. I borrowed that from someone, so it may have been me. Any anybody out there? Oh, oh, okay. Well, we're we're actually past our hours. Let's start Uh-oh. winding it down. All right. Let's see well, here. There you go. Um, our phone number, in case you would ever want to call us for any reason whatsoever, great yes. complain or just want to like uh, say hello to everybody online, or donate a dollar to Dan's uh, <laughs> regain his absence. Yeah, or, or send send uh, Dan a dollar. You could call us at dear future people as of. September 2019, the number to call us and leave a voicemail has been updated to 203-450-6375. That is 203-450-6375. That is my personal Google voice number. We'll podcast for dollars.
podcasting for dollars. That, I, I wish I could find the virtual panhandler again. Yeah. There was this website that had this like cartoon of a of a bum that says, "God bless you, please give me money," and it had a little PayPal account, and it just like people would give you know twenty five cents. Could, you could you could do that. I, I guess I could. I guess I could make it's my own. It's really work. easy to create a donate button. I, I did it for my publications when I, I, I had a science fiction publication uh, called Dark Energy Science Fiction, and we put a donate button out there, and nobody clicked on it. And so you know what? I, here's what I'll do. Here's what I'll do. I uh, for the DanLedbetter.com page. Uh-huh. I think what I'll do is I'll put a, uh, uh, we'll call it the virtual Dan handler. <laughs> And I'll make a little YouTube video of me doing like a little like 10, 15 second soft shoe. So you donate money and watch Dan dance. And there you go. And then like they donate the money and with the letter that comes back has a link to the YouTube thing and you get to see uh, me dance and I'll say thanks for the dollar. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you for the dollar. Make sure it's $2 though because PayPal takes some of it. You oh, know? yeah. So if you donate a, if someone donates a dollar to you, you'll get like thirty-seven cents. I know. So in order to get a dollar, you have to have someone donate two dollars. All right. May I just, uh, you know what? I'll just put it up and say donate ten million dollars, and that <laughs> way I just have to get one donor. <laughs> donate ten million dollars or two. And I tell you what, here, here's, oh, this is perfect. Whoever donates ten million dollars, I'll buy him a new car. <laughs> Whoever donates $10 million to me, I'll have their baby. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> and I love them, and I want them on rainbows and <laughs> in a chicken coop. And... Uh, too bad I can't have a baby. <laughs> no. But then again, nobody's going to give me $10 million. No, so. that's true. At least it, there, no maybe risk. It, it could be research. No risk involved. Yeah, I could be like Arnold Schwarzenegger in that movie. Yes. Ironically, all the kids in Kindergarten Cop were his. <laughs> You're right, you knew. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Timely <laughs> and funny. <laughs> and with that, we should probably get with out that, of here before. Dear Remember, uh, um, yeah, I'll, I'll look us up at uh, absinthepodcast.com, uh, you, where you could find links to our Facebook site yes. and in our various um, uh, iTunes and What's that other one? Uh, Media. Media Fly. And, oh, we're, we're on another one. We are? Yeah, let me look it up real quick. And don't forget about our Facebook page, because, uh, did you already say that? Go ahead, keep going. Oh. Uh, yeah, don't forget about our Facebook page. We're, we're up to 201 uh, likers. Eyecatcher. Nearly it's, killed her. <laughs> it's called eyecatcher for the iPhone. It's a, it's a brilliant, it costs, it actually costs money. It's like a dollar 99. Wow. But it's a really good thing for, for uh, downloading and um, listening to podcasts because it bypasses. I mean, you don't have to hook it up to your, your computer. It bypasses the 20 megabyte limit that iTunes imposes or, right. or, or actually not iTunes, but uh, Apple imposes on, on downloading a podcast via 3G. Wow. 3G? You could totally tell this is recorded in the way long past. So if you're out and about and you want to listen to a podcast like ours that's usually about 60 megabytes, this will download it for you right there on your phone. You don't have to hook up to the computer or anything. And we're on it. They yes. feature us. So, so we so like them. Download your heart's content. Yeah, I I catch her for the iPhone.
Yes. And I pad. And I pa- What did you say? I pad. Pad. Every time I say iPad, I say iPod. And every time I want, and vice versa. And so I catch myself halfway through and have to change it. And it always sounds like I'm retarded. Wow. I pad. I pad. I pad. I pad. <laughs> Good Lord. We started off slow and we're tapering off. I'm I'm not like this in real life. Yes, I'm melting. And Leon's getting larger. All right. Do the chubby bubby. (laughs) Wow. And on that note, dear listener, I apologize (laughs) for anyone who was chubby bubbying during that segment. All right. All right. I'm getting out of here, Jerry, before it gets too, too uh, silly. <laughs> too silly. Bye, I will see you next week, my friend, and okay. drive carefully. And hey, and don't forget, uh, the virtual panhandler, uh, Dan Limit. Okay. $1. Yeah. That's all I need. $1 from each of you, and I'll have enough to buy uh, Jack in the Box tacos. <laughs> <laughs> Donate today. Yeah. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> Like Tempest Storm, she can dance like a little Egypt. She works down at the snake farm, snake farm. It just sounds nasty, snake farm. Pretty much is snake farm. It's a reptile house, snake farm. Got a tattoo down her arm, it's of a python. Eating a little mouse wearing a sailor hat that says snake farm, snake farm. It just sounds nasty, snake farm. Pretty much is snake farm. It's a reptile's snake farm. It's charm. There's nothing to do in the winter now. Then some kid gets bit at the snake farm. Snake farm. It just sounds nasty. Snake farm. It pretty much is. Snake farm. It's a reptile house. Snake farm. Snake farm. It just sounds nasty. Snake farm. It pretty much is. Snake farm. It's a reptile house. Snake farm. You can probably guess the name of that song. That was Snake Farm by none other than Ray Wiley Hubbard. He's not an independent artist, but I fell in love with that song when I was out in California last week. 
had to use it. And without permission, too. Uh, the concession I made was that's not the full version. I truncated it quite a bit. So if you want to hear the whole thing, you've got to download it. You have to buy it and download it from iTunes. That's where I got it from. At the beginning of this podcast, we featured something that uh, it's from one of my favorite jazz albums uh, by Anthony Rajekoff. That song was called Donkey Knot or Don Kynot. I don't know. It's weird. Anyway, so... You can get that off his album, Jazz You. The whole album is free. It's a free download from jamendo.com. J-A-M-E-N-D-O.com. And this is Jerry in 2019 telling you that that is still a true statement. It's still there. Go get it.